Yeah. So what should I? What type of voice should I do? Uh, something something smooth, cause like have, have you have I I've played you the intro. It's really smooth and nice and chill and laid back, back. You know. I'm so bad at this. You gotta do this. You have a much smoother voice. All right, let's do this. Welcome back to Pure Racing. I'm Elliot Plow. How's sound? Amen, right? <laughs> We're back, baby. We are I mean, back. It's been two years. Two years? Three years. Well, let's Four think. years. It was like eighth grade. It's been grade. four years. Four years. That's a lot of years. Yeah. That's a lot of years. I have not seen the latest race, which is a problem. All right. Well, that is why we are here to talk about it. What happened? See, I was literally, like, really tired and really hyped up about the race that I kind of don't remember. But, you know, we got F1.com right here, F1.com, and we can see what happened. Things will start coming back to me once I, once I read a little up on here. Just, just looking up the let – me, let me read out the results for you. Yeah, and then we'll talk um, about how, how everyone got to their results and stuff. Top – all right. In first place, uh, Gasly, then Sainz, then Stroll, then Norris, then Botas, then Ricardo. Seventh, seventh place, Hamilton. Eighth place, Ocon. Ninth, Kvyat. I'm not good at that pronunciation. Tenth, Kvyat. Perez. Eleventh, uh, I don't. Lot Latvia. Uh, Lot. <laughs> what? Who are you? It's it's L A T. I don't. Latifi. Latif, how did I forget Latifi? Uh, twelve Grosjean, thirteen Raikkonen, fourteen Russell, uh, fifteen Albon, sixteenth is Giovinazzi. Is that who it is? Gio, is it Gio? Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. it. Giovinazzi, pizza, pizza. Great. I, I, uh, and then Verstappen, Leclerc, Magnussen, and Vettel. It does not seem like they finished. They did not finish. Even, they did not. Did finish. not finish. They DNF'd. Do not finish. Let's talk about our man. Pierre Gasly, the greatest man of the weekend. Pierre Gasly. See, here's the thing. It yes. could have been anyone's race. It really could have. Like, Ricardo could have won. Sainz could have won. Norris could have Ricard- won. Could Ricardo have won? Only I'm saying that because I'm a Ricardo <laughs> fan, but Ricardo could have won. He got six. Yes, but in all races, Ricardo could have won. But here's the thing. Gasly... He deserved it. And he did a great job of defending off Sainz. Sainz, to be fair, he had to come from fifth to first and like the last something after the safety car red flag. He had to come up to first, which was pretty, you know, pretty hard. But Gasly... He was just half a second behind. He was half a second behind, exactly. But Gasly, he held him off. And I, and I was I was hoping he would because it's an Italian team, AlphaTauri or Toro, so whatever you want to call it. Add an Italian track. You know, it's just... Italian people, when they win race, they cry, and they go pizza, pizza. It's like, come on, it fits together. <laughs> and both of the Ferraris did not finish. Yes. Speaking of the other Italian team, <laughs> let's uh, take a moment to a uh, moment of silence for uh, our man Ferrari here, Enzo Ferrari, looking down, hating on everyone at Ferrari. Moment of silence. Wow. All right, that's enough. That's um, enough. My question <laughs> for you is... This is a great podcast so far. It is an amazing podcast. It's an amazing podcast. podcast. Welcome it's an to amazing podcast. Pod- we have no idea how to do this. Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. 
We haven't heard that. Thank you for the fans in a while. And the reason why, he basically got a 30-second time penalty, which oh. I'm very, very happy about. It was a 10-second stop-go penalty. I did a cartwheel when I heard he got it. And also Giovinazzi got the exact same penalty. So That's you know, sad. That's very sad. Italian man, Italian race, got 30-second time penalty. But there's a very good reason for it. It's because Lewis Hamilton on the entrance to the pit lane. Two lights of X's explaining he shouldn't go into the pit lane because it was closed. Kevin Magnussen, he rolled up to the side of the pit lane, DNF'd, and the pit lane was closed because of that. Lewis Hamilton yeah. and his team, they, he didn't see it. They might have saw it. He didn't see it. They didn't tell him. So he came to the came to the pit to do his pit stop, and uh, he got a 30-second time penalty. I think it was like the worst way to get a time penalty. Just like... Yeah. It's not like he did anything naughty. It wasn't like pushing other drivers off the track. He just kind of didn't really see the marshals waving their don't go into the pit lane. I mean, this is a simple error, I feel like. there's. I mean, yeah. it's a thing that... Yeah. I, I think after he made the mistake, it was probably on his team to just say, hey, dude, don't go in there. Yeah, exactly. And probably were a few people at Mercedes who like knew that the penalty was like possible, but just didn't get through because they told him the box and then they didn't tell him coming into the pit lane that was closed and then like halfway through his pit stop they're like hey pit lane is closed and he comes on the radio and he's like excuse me the pit lane is closed why are you wait no that's not that's not british the pit i'm not even gonna attempt a british accent anyways he was like I, I the pit the, lane is i, I will do do, do it do, say the pit lane is closed the pit lane is closed <laughs> no <laughs> sound like the queen I'm like Shakespeare. <laughs> exactly. Lewis Hamilton came on the radio. The pit lane is closed. Pit lane. <laughs> yeah. He was, he, was very, he was very confused because his team only told him like when he was coming out of the pits. And he's like, am I going to get a penalty? Because obviously the pit lane is closed. And when that's closed, coming to the pits, going to get a penalty. So he was like, why I get pit? <laughs> I get the penalty. Now I'm going to lose race. And that is exactly what happened. But then the red flag came. Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. I'm sad about that, man. Very sad, very sad. We love he's that man. A, we, he's so we hot. We love him. We love him over here at we love Pure Racing. At Pure Racing. Com. Is that a website that is taken, by the way? <laughs> I don't <One> know. <laughs> Let me check. It's taken. It does not look like it is. It's not secure. I mean, if we look at it, it's... It's donate pickup truck. It's re- it's really just not good. It's just a really bad. I website. don't know what it is. Uh, I'll see if I can get it. Um, throw that on there. But over here at pureracing.com, dot com, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna call it that. <laughs> go to go. Yes, because he's hot. Because he's. Mm-hmm. We are at this here at preracing.com. We are very like-minded people. You know, come to preracing.com. If you think Charles Lacour is hot, become an intern. And, ed- and edit foremost, our podcast, please. The, the foremost. F1 podcast in the world. 
the greatest podcast ever. Not even this is ever. This is the top F1 podcast ever made. No, even the F- actual F1 podcast made by the people of Formula One. It it doesn't compare. It really doesn't. doesn't we have no idea what we're doing, and this is not going to be fun to listen to. It's really not. <laughs> but we're in a, fun to we're going to improve, right? You know. No. No. <laughs> No, we're not. Next weekend, we're going to watch the Magello Grand Prix, whatever you want to call it, Italian Grand Prix Part 2, whatever. That's and it's going to be just as bad, this this podcast, not the race. Racing will be amazing. Should we talk about the race? Let's talk about the race. Let's talk about the race. All right. Gonna, Seven I, years later. I have later. a lot of editing to do. <laughs> you have a lot of editing to do. Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc. Let's talk about him. He's hot. International. We have already established that, but he's hot. He's a good racer. He's, he's good at what he does. Except he did crash. Yeah. Usually he's really good, but this race he just no grip Not in the Ferrari good. and out of the parabolica, and he slides, hits the wall, big crash, huge crash. I actually screamed. I was like, "Holy crap, he's gonna die!" He didn't. Quick theory: What if Charles Leclerc was never good? See, here at Pure Racing Podcast, we are cons- conspiracy we ask theorists. The hard questions. <laughs> we ask the hard questions. Does we he deserve that Ferrari seat? Should it go? Not at- to Maldonado. Should it? Yes, it should. Yes, it should. Exactly. See, Maldonado was consistent. You can't... You don't know if Charles Leclerc is going to crash or not. There's no consistency. You put Maldonado in the driver's seat, you know he's going to crash. That's what people want. Consistency is key. Yeah. Especially right now, when Ferrari aren't very consistent, they need someone who's consistent. Maldonado. Maldonado's the one. They need to get him out. He can bring Ferrari back from wherever they are now. Honestly, their midfield team. Intense mediocrity is what I would call it. It's even worse than being bad. (laughs) It's worse. It's it's horrible. Because Ferrari, everyone thinks it's a Ferrari. It's going to win. It's really good. You're lying to yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you're lying to yourself. They are horrible. Ferrari, you, you suck. Please, <laughs> you are terrible. Like, you tried to cheat last year. We all know that. You didn't even win the championship when you cheated. And now, your car's crap. Just be good. The Alfa Romeos were honestly quicker than the Ferraris this race. Like, Kimi was up in, in third momentarily, or like second place. He was in second place. Then he fell down to like 13th or something. Because uh, yeah. the Alfa Romeo's Sad. dog. But like... Kimi Raikkonen, it would have been great. would have been great. So, would have been great. Seamus Leclerc on the crashed out. Clear crashed come out. back up. Uh, come back up. What's, what happened next? Red flag. More than half an hour round of just Lewis Hamilton scooting his way down the paddock. Scooting on his scooter. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. He went up to the stewards. He was like, why you giving me a penalty, please? I just, you know. That's not, why that's Italian. Not British. Are you kidding me? The penalty? You give me 30 seconds penalty? How dare you? A penalty? Yes. Thing is, I know there's a bunch of Lewis Hamilton lovers out there. Thing is, penalty is like crap. And to be honest, it's kind of hard to see from the cockpit of a car, but like, you know, his team team should have told him. Yeah. It it made the race better. It did. F1's just better without Mercedes. I think think if Mercedes just took a break, like for a season... They just did not do any F1 stuff. That would probably be the best season of, like, the decade. You've solved it. You've solved I mean, it. 
Just can ban just, Mercedes. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing stopping F1 from just being like, no Mercedes, you're not here anymore. Yeah. They Except make the money. rules, they can just kick them out. I mean, Mercedes is a huge company that will probably like pro- sue probably them or whatever. provides a lot of money to, for F1. Exactly. Um, oh, also, while we're doing stuff about accents, Eamon, yes. do an Australian accent for your boy Daniel Ricciardo. You want me to do an Australian accent? I want you to do an Australian accent. The Sonoy. <laughs> <laughs> what? I just know that from Crocodile Dundee. A Sonoy. Oh, wow. That's annoying. This is horrible. Please edit this out. All right, let's talk about Lewis Hamilton, how crappy he is, and then we hate him. Yes. Well, All right. I, he's not. He's he's a great driver. He's a great driver. Probably one of the best, if not the best on the grid. Probably the best on the grid. But. Yeah. Maybe, great qualifier. Exactly. But. He broke the record for, like, most points or laps led Michael Schumacher. He, break, he broke some record about Michael he Schumacher. He breaks a lot of records. He b- breaks records every weekend. Like, he got pole positions last year. He's probably going to get wins in, like, two races or something because he's that good. Yeah. See, yeah. let me just say, consistency is great for a team. But for viewers, consistency is not fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Yes. For winning, you want to be consistent. You want Maldonado. Exactly. But hey, F1 would be better for, with Maldonado because if they're crashing Ferrari and bringing out safety cars and bunching everyone out, it'll just be better. But, and that's what happened. But for a, a good, you know, fun race, you want someone inconsistent. Exactly. You want, like, I don't know, who's inconsistent? I don't know. See, the thing about F1. Oh, Grosjean, inconsistent. Sometimes he's good, sometimes he's terrible. Most likely he's terrible, but he's inconsistent. I was, gonna, I was just going to say that I think Verstappen's pretty inconsistent sometimes. Yes, he was. Yeah. He was kind of like a couple years ago. He's kind of more consistent now. He's grown yeah. up. He's like 17 tall now. He, he, 2016 was quite a weird year for Verstappen. Yeah, he was very inconsistent then. Crashed like every other race for like the first six. Because <laughs> he, so he either crashed he, yeah. or he got a podium. Yeah, exactly. He either like won. He was like one first youngest driver in history, and then the next race he crashes out in Monaco, and we're like, "Whoa, he's so good!" But now, now Max Verstappen is boring because he's good. He's gotten too good. You know what? Here's what he has six podiums. Here's what has to happen. F one needs to have worse drivers. Less, not worse technically, but less experienced, more inconsistent. Yeah, they should. They should. You, ha- you should. They should have a limit for the age. How good of a team? So you combine both drivers' age, and it has to be under like fifty, ten, T- 10, 10 years old. No, fifty. <laughs> like think about it. you got like two twenty-year-olds, little two gap 20, in yeah. there. Fifty's good. But then you could have like a forty-nine-year-old and a one-year-old. Yeah, that wouldn't really work, would it? <laughs> Imagine, no, here's the best thing. Imagine you got a one-year-old kid who was just crushing everybody. Yeah. That would be the best season. It would. It'd be like having Maldonado. He crashes every race, brings out safety cars, and then Mercedes isn't like 20 years ahead. Just what made the race good. All right. Lewis Hamilton gets his penalty. So does Giovinazzi. The red flag happens. What's happened next? 25 laps of pure racing. See what I did there? I, I do see what you, you see did what there. I did there? It's, it's the name of the show. 25 laps of... 
Pure Racing. It's the name of the show. It's the name of the show. In case, yeah. in case you viewers didn't understand that, it's the name of the show. It's the name of the show. Yeah. Pure Racing. It's a great name for a show. Yeah. Yeah, I... See, those it's last 20 laps, I really don't remember. Because... That's all I was mean, doing man. somersaults the whole time, getting hyped that Lewis had a penalty and he was at the back, and then there was going to be a three fight. Like, anyone could have won the race. Like, a fight for the lead for like 20 laps. Anyone could have won. So, let's talk about that fight for the lead. Let's talk about science. Science. One more lap. Half a second behind. One more lap. He, got, he, was, he was half a second behind, would have had DRS on that final straight, and probably would have got him into turn one or turn, I don't know, the second chicane. But. He needed one more lap. He was he was like on the radio after the race. He was on the verge of crying. He was like, "I needed one more lap. I can't do an accent." I, he he said where, he needed where, where one more lap, from? and he did. It's from Spain. Where is he from? Spain. There's no s's in that. I can't do this Spanish <laughs> without any s's. My Spanish accent relies entirely on just doing s's. As you know, you got that Spanish s sound. He needed one more lap. One more lap, probably would have won the race, and he really wanted the win. I wanted the win, Tom, is what he said, or I want the win during the race. Like, two laps left, he's like, I want the win. He's like, one second ahead, I need to get him, and he almost did. He was going to make the move into turn one. Last lap, he only got DRS on the last lap. If he got in a little, little closer, he might have got it, but it was still very exciting. I was on the edge of my hands because I was, like, upside down doing a somersault. Yeah, stuff. you were upside down doing a somersault. So I was on, not on the edge of my seat. On the edge of my hands. I was upside down looking at the screen like, Oh my god! Who's gonna win? The skill level. Stroll. What do you think? Absolute trash. Didn't deserve that podium. He's impressed right. me. He did a decent move on... Maybe it was a McLaren? I don't know. He did a pre pretty decent move from a little far back. He impressed me. He impressed me throughout the year. He's getting better, I have to say. He's actually a pretty decent driver. He's got some good finishes and beat Perez on a little... Some occasions. But, like, in that race, in that circumstance, he didn't really he deserve the podium. definitely beat Perez in this race. What happened to Perez? He was in 10th. I think he got kind of destroyed by the red flag like the Renaults did. Mm. Yeah, the Renaults had a hard time with that. Because, yeah, the Renaults were, like, top five, top seven or something. And then and then um, red flag kind of cost them because they were on an alternate strategy. Yeah, sad stuff. And that's why Ricardo could have won if it wasn't for the red flag. Actually, the red flag kind of helped a lot of... That, like them bunch up the pack they did a standing start i've never seen that before i remember they changed the regulation back in like 2018 or 2017 and i thought it was for safety cars because the video just messed up it told me it was for safety cars and they just never did it safety cars they were gonna do standing not... starts but instead it's only for red flags it seems like which huh. is interesting they did two standing starts in uh -huh. one race one... that's crazy like a lot yeah so they basically did the obviously they won at the start. They do their standing start. They they do the race, obviously. Great start. Yes. And then after the red flag, they they went on like a formation lap safety car, went around, lined up again, and then the lights went out again, like halfway through the race. But it made the race a lot better because everyone was bunched up. It was basically like the race was restarting, but with like a reverse grid order. That is weird. It's like a 20-lap sprint race, and yet like all the best cars, since they got a lot of the best cars are at the front and then like Got destroyed by the safety car. So they were all at the back. And all the worst cars were at the front. That's why, like, the Alfa Romeo of, like, Kimi was, like, second. So it was amazing. Now everyone's talking about, should we have reverse grid? Should it happen? That's a really good idea, actually. 
just have, like, I think it's, like, I don't know how exactly how they do in F2, but it's, like, the top eight are, like, switched from, like, previous qualifiers. I mean, it's, it's weird. I mean, the problem with that is then people are trying to qualify poorly, right? Like, how do you do that? Well, it's, it, it like, does it from the last, last race, so you actually, oh, if you, like, race. win, it's, like, you win. So, that means they have to have, like, a qualifying race. Ah. Which is interesting, but it's only for the top eight, so, uh, it could work. Mm. It would feel, like, I've always felt like that could be kind of artificial, but, like, this race kind of changed my mind because, like, I don't want to just think, see Mercedes, you know? Also, I think the qual- I mean, qualifying in general is kind of artificial feeling. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. I mean, I think it, I think it might have, you might get a better thing by just having it be random. I feel like a completely random grid order would be really fun. Yeah. I feel like in a competitive environment like Formula One that... That wouldn't be, like, the best thing, because all the big teams would be like, oh, if I just get bad random grid, then I'll be sad. But it could make for a really good race. I feel like the money from F1 doesn't come from, like, really... It's not It's not about being really competitive. It's about having a fun race. And the more fun of a race it can be, the more people are going to watch it, the more money it's going to make, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, the more overtakes, the more crashes, the more just underdog taking the win, like we yeah. saw this race... Everyone was saying it's the best race of the season because maybe what win. I was thinking is that you could have like some kind of qualifying thing, like what we have with the you know you have the, you have the three different kind of things you have the bottom five then the you have the middle five there and then the top ten there. Right? Yeah. Maybe you could have those segments be like that, and so if you know you're going to be in the top ten, maybe maybe there's four and so there's five segments. So you maybe okay I'm going to be in the top five, but where you are in the top five is random. Maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that might be interesting. So I think reverse grid would be great. It's like it's it's like competitive. It's like it's kind of like a balance of what you're saying. It's like competitive, in terms of like where you get to that position in like qualifying. Yeah. But then also like, the grid, the top eight are reversed. So basically, you can't have that person coming out and like taking that sort of underdog win, which is what like Gasly did. So thoughts on items, like a blue shell, you throw it out, and like blows up yes. Lewis Hamilton. I, this I is an interesting F1 conversation. To be Mario Kart. Have you ever watched someone like. Like, I love. I'd watch competitive Mario Kart. Yes. That's what I, F1 should be. F1, there should be items. And they, like, I really would love for you to be able to, like, have, like, a red, like, a blue little thing, like, and it's magnetic. And you just kind of throw it onto someone's car, and it just drains their power. Like, that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> the fans could vote to sabotage one driver per month. At one race. Imagine. It's like the, the, the Formula E fan system, but they just vote. Sabotage Lewis Hamilton. Yes! Vote will be Lewis, finally it wins. Would be Lewis Hamilton every time. Yeah. Like, I feel like, then I'd feel bad. Because, like, he's in the yeah. best car, and people love to just hate on Lewis Hamilton for being the best car. But he's a good driver. He's a good driver. I mean, it still makes yeah. it kind of boring, though. You know? You don't want to see Mercedes every weekend. We want to see Science, you know, I Gasly, think, I think Ricardo. What we, what, what we want... I think we'd do something with, um, I don't know, I think maybe it's like hockey or basketball, where the worst teams get to pick the best drivers. Worst teams get to pick the best. Ah. Like, that would be, like, imagine if, you know. It was like a draft system. Yeah. Let's say, let's look at some bomb, like Williams right now. Yeah. They get Lewis Hamilton. They could be doing so much better. They get Lewis Hamilton. Like that could be that could be really good for them, and just based on last season, that's who your um who your drivers are gonna be. 
We're just coming up with better ideas than any, anyone at Liberty Media. We're just better. We should be the FIA. We should. We should. We run. should be, we should be the only two people in the FIA. Yeah. If you if you are we're from just the smarter FIA and we're better. Listening to we this know podcast, how to make F one like Mario Kart. Go to um, change.org. We have a petition. Up. <laughs> I I will put it change.org. Up. <laughs> Fire says, Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> no, that says make make um make alien name and the only people in the FIA. Sign it now. Change.org or just hit up our website pureracing.com. Pureracing.com slash vote. Yes. Um, that's not an actual link. We do not own that website. Yes. And we Please don't go to that website. We don't want to yeah. We're going to bring so many people to that website just randomly like oh, pureracing.com. How many people do you think are going to listen to this podcast? Damon? 700. Let's, let's have you watch the highlights. It'll be a nice little segment. Welcome yeah, to I'm gonna watch the highlights. Elliot uh, watching the highlights of the race, and then he reacts to it or something, and then I just tell him if he has questions. Like how okay. Sebastian Vettel did like a full like fall guys, as my friend told me, and just go straight through. He literally just went through this like board of foam, and it just exploded. So, Valtteri Bottas is down to six. Yes, he had a terrible start. Yeah, that's something to talk about. Here, pause it. We'll just go through the different parts. Pause it, and we'll talk about Botas. Botas. Everyone thought he was underrated. I don't really think he's that good. He's decent, and he's a wingman to Lewis. And as we saw there, he's a terrible driver. Just kidding. He's all right. But six positions. He lost six positions. Vettel is just about to hit hit the wall. Yeah, his what? brakes failed. <laughs> they were on fire, and he just, like, sent it through, and he's, like, found a shortcut through the first turn, you know. Okay, you know it is. Yes. It's time for your German accent. Break it out. Nine, I walked through the wall. Why my brake fail? <laughs> Perfect. If Sebastian Vettel heard that, he would think, oh, my God, it's me. I not remember doing a podcast. Yeah, all right. Next. All right, keep watching. Next. We'll talk about we'll okay, what's next. Watching. Oh, yeah, so basically Sebastian's brake failed, and, you know, yeah. things happened. He was mad. Ferrari went from winning the race last year to two DNFs. Leclerc crashing, big crash, red flag, and then, what was the other dude? Sebastian Vettel. How did I forget his name? Sebastian Vettel. Kevin Magnussen just kind of... That's what I was talking about. That's why the pit lane was closed, then Lewis and Giovinazzi got their penalty, and then everything went crazy. Next, next, next. What's next? All right, so Hamilton just went into the pits. Yep. What's next? All right, Leclerc is in fifth, and Giovinazzi is in sixth. Oh, my God. Is that the Charles Leclerc? Leclerc just went. You saw Charles the Leclerc, Leclerc crash? Yeah, big crash, right? Yeah. Big crash. Let's talk about Leclerc. All right, what happened with Leclerc? Big crash. Big crash. Came out of the parabolica. I think he, like, may have hit the green little painted area. Maybe just got a little spin. And then just sort of went across the track and just into the wall because just couldn't control it after that spin. Very sad. Very sad. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. That's what happens. That is sad. That's what happens. Yeah. And then he kind of did done cause red flag because they had to repair the barrier because there were, like, tires everywhere. And he was kind of in the in the wall. Tires spelled with a Y. Yeah. British people. And then, um, yeah, then the red flag happened. Then it was a 25-lap 
sprint, reverse grid, pretty much. It was amazing. Right. I loved it. I was so hyped. As soon as I, I heard Hamilton got a penalty and then Botas was already, like, dropping down, I, I, did, a, I did a cartwheel. I was very hyped. Because races are just better when you have crazy stuff like that happen. Lewis. Yeah. Because imagine without the red flag, without any of the safety cars. I think there were two safety cars. Without the safety cars, just would have been another boring, a few overtakes here and there. Lewis winning the race. I mean, the, the thing is, if every race has safety cars, then safety cars get really boring. That is true. So I think, I think the thing that makes these races so exciting is the fact that most races are not like that. Yeah. That's the thing about F1. There's, like, some races are, like, can we just, like, mediocre? While, but then that, like, means that the races that are, like, super good are, like, better than, you like, any, anything you've ever seen. Because at this point, like, Hamilton pulling everything off perfectly is not that interesting. Yeah. But if Hamilton never pulled it off perfectly and then he did it once, it would be super interesting. <laughs> so I think it's ju- it's not the fact that it, that it's inherently boring what usually happens. It's just that it usually happens. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. It's yeah, F one isn't boring. It's just the result is kind of similar. <laughs> yeah, what always happens. All right, you know, I, I think we have like forty. I, mean, I think we have. We, I've been recording this for forty minutes. Right. I think we have like twenty minutes of good content. That I can edit down here. Mm-hmm. Do you want to just finish um, this up this video and then we'll wrap it up? Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's um. Let's say thank you for listening to the Pure Racing Podcast. Oh, let me do it. Thank you, thank you for listening to the Pure Racing Podcast. I've been Elliot Blau. You're supposed to say... And I've been, been a- a- and I've been Eamon, right? <laughs> Thank you, Eamon. <laughs> no problem. And um, uh, go to our website, pureason.com. It doesn't exist.